Hello, welcome back to another invoicefinance.news podcast. I have with me today, John. Hello, Emma. I'd like to chat about factoring in the construction industry. Okay, is factoring common for the construction industry? Until recently, no. This is because the construction of residential or commercial property generates a multitude of invoices from several different companies. Construction involves a complex supply chain with many movable parts. In this context, it could be a minefield for an invoice financier to work in. The golden rule for invoice finance is that every invoice must be legally enforceable debt in its own right. This rule can be hard to abide by. Let me run through some of the problem areas for factoring in the construction industry. Firstly, there are staged payments. Typically, there will be a payment due once the foundations are in place, one for the first floor and one for putting on the roof. The issue is that the contractor or subcontractor can go bankrupt. A factoring company holding the contractor's invoices will run into difficulties getting paid because the client will take a claim to court insisting that the contractor broke their contract by not completing the job. Secondly, there are retentions. These are sometimes called snagging lists. It is standard practice for the funder of a construction to hold back part of a payment until a list of problems have been rectified. There are so many details that a client might pull up a contractor for and ask them to rectify before they will make full payment of an invoice. This is an obvious problem for a factoring company wanting a timely payment on an invoice they own. Thirdly, there is the issue with subcontractors. A build would normally involve bringing in subcontractors to do electrics, landscaping, plumbing, etc. Whereas a factoring company will scrutinise the contract between the client and the contractor to assess the viability of invoice factoring, they may not be aware of all the caveats in contracts between the main contractor and various subcontractors that can delay or withhold payments. And lastly, there is the issue of the law surrounding the Construction Industry Scheme, CIS. This is a legal requirement whereby work is taxed at 20% or 30%, depending on whether a subcontractor or contractor is in the CIS. A factoring company has to bear in mind that at least 20% of an unpaid invoice is due for payment to His Majesty's Revenue and Customs. So, there are many moving parts in the construction involving lots of contracts and a number of subcontractors. There are many objections that can be made over quality of work and timing of work. And then there is the issue of paying the right amount of tax. I see. So how does a factoring company overcome these problems? A series of guidelines have been developed to help a factoring company navigate these problems so that invoices in the construction industry can be prepaid using a factoring facility. They are 1. The best protection for the invoice financier is to stick with the basic principle that work is not paid for until it is signed off.
This means that until the client is happy with the specific work done, the invoice in question cannot be submitted for prepayment. Factoring firms now have divisions of specialists to monitor bills and check work is done to an acceptable standard. 2. Gain a full grasp of the client's needs. The invoice financier will check the CIS status of the client and determine their tax status. He or she will also study all contracts involved in the build to ascertain what retentions are applicable. 3. Set an appropriate advance rate. What percentage of an invoice is suitable for prepayment under the factoring scheme will be carefully chosen to reflect the level of risk of a problem in payment. Altering the prepayment rate or the retention rate, percentage held back from prepayment, is a key tool to deal with issues such as rising prices in materials, work delays because of bad weather and arguments between the client and the contractor. And four, careful management of the sales ledger. Bills and invoices from the contractors have to be matched to payments. The factoring company has to understand what the invoices are for and how they relate to the main contract. Those are the main guidelines for a factoring facility to use. The more the factoring company can understand the intricacies of the build, the tax regulations and the level of risk involved of non-payment, the more certainty the factoring company can have in making prepayments to the construction industry. Thank you, John. I can see that the devil is in the detail and that continued diligence is needed to offer factoring services to a construction company. Exactly. <laughs>